Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Kay McKinney. This is the 16th episode of the Head to Head Podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I will be talking all things Kyrie Irving, the best player on the Boston Celtics, has announced to the fans that he is staying or is planning on staying with the Celtics for the foreseeable future. Now, this sounds great. All things sound great right now for the Celtics. Everyone thinks they're the second best team in the NBA. Everyone thinks they have bright young stars in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They have an all-star center in Al Horford, a returning superstar in Gordon Hayward, a great bench with Terry Rozier and Marcus Smart, and now their best player and possibly a top 10 player on the planet has announced his desire to be here long term. Right now, things could not be better for Celtics fans and the Celtics organization as a whole. The future is bright. Kyrie Irving wants to sign a max. But I don't think that we can just take it at his word. I don't think we'll know if Kyrie Irving is going to be a Celtic for life, as he has proclaimed, until he signs on the dotted line, and until the Celtics want him to sign on the dotted line. We've been through this before, just a season ago. Isaiah Thomas led us to the playoffs twice as the best player on the team. He was going to back up the money truck. He was going to be the face of the Celtics for the foreseeable future. Fans wanted him to be the face of the franchise. He clearly wanted to be the face of the franchise. The Celtics had other moves. Whether those moves had were caused by his health concerns or his play or they just wanted Kyrie because they thought Kyrie was better, I don't think you can predict loyalty in sports. I think Kyrie Irving's being honest when he says he wants to be a Celtic for the foreseeable future. I just don't know. I'm just not going to take his word as Bible right now. I want to see how this plays out with this roster. They've never played with Gordon Hayward before. They've never played... Gordon Hayward's never... When Gordon Hayward signed with the Celtics, he didn't think that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were going to be this good this fast. What's Gordon Hayward's role? How is Kyrie Irving going to fit now? Now that they've gone through a postseason basically without Kyrie and almost made it to the NBA Finals, do you want Kyrie in there taking... 20 shots a game. I think these are all good questions that need to be answered before. It's a great thing to celebrate that Kyrie Irving wants to be a Boston Celtic. And I think the Celtics clearly want Kyrie Irving. But there's health issues. I don't know what's going on with his knees. I mean, this is a guy who played with LeBron and he was unhappy. I think Kyrie Irving wants to be the face of the franchise. And he's picking the Celtics because he thinks this is the place where he can be the face of the franchise. But one of the biggest biggest issues, and it's the elephant in the room, what if Jason Tatum is the face of the franchise? How is Kyrie Irving going to feel in two to three years if he's Batman and then he becomes Robin? How's he going to feel if Jalen Brown continues to improve? And what if he becomes a third wheel? I don't know how comfortable Kyrie Irving is going to be if he's not the Kobe Bryant type guy on this team, if he's not the LeBron James on this team. Because that's what I think he wants his future to be. He wants to be the man. And I respect that. I respect that so much that he wants to be the face of a franchise. But right now it looks great. These kids are young. They need a Kyrie Irving. 
What if they don't need a Kyrie Irving? What if Jason Tatum becomes the overall best player on the Celtics, without a doubt, and Kyrie Irving is still there in the shadows thinking he's the best player? I'm not saying that this is a problem now, but I could see it becoming a problem in the future with Kyrie Irving and his future with his team. I don't know if the problem is going to happen this season. Heck, Kyrie Irving's never even played with Gordon Hayward. What if Gordon Hayward turns out to be a monster on the court and becomes the Celtics' best player? I'm interested to see how Kyrie Irving is going to react if he's not 25 points a night, 20, 8, 16 to 20 shots a night. Is he willing to take a lesser role if these kids... First of all, they're more... Kyrie Irving is an amazing offensive player. He can attack the rim at will. But these guys seem to be... Jason Tatum might be one of the most efficient scorers we've possibly seen with the Celtics. I'm just... I love Kyrie Irving. He's my favorite basketball player right now. But I think the evolution of his game... And last year he proved he can how unselfish he can be. But... I don't know. I have my doubts on whether or not he can play in the shadows of someone else with the LeBron factor. I think he's loving it right now because he's the face of the franchise. He's going around saying things like the earth is flat. He is making movies. He's the clear numero uno. What if in the next few years, he's not number one, but he still thinks he's number one? I really think that that could be a big problem. That maybe the Celtics got Kyrie Irving at a time where there's just better options to be the face of the franchise. I don't know. I could be completely wrong on this. And I want to be wrong on this. But it is a fear I have in the future of this team. Is what is Kyrie Irving's future with this team like? I get that he's 25. And he's still got a lot left to go in basketball. He's got another 10 years of being great. I just don't know if they need a guy who's going to take that amount of shots and wants to take that amount of shots. I know he's clutch. I know he's amazing. I think it's going to work out. I really do. I do believe that Kyrie Irving is going to be with the Celtics for the foreseeable future. But I don't think that that proclamation that he's going to be... I think that's a play on Kyrie to make himself the good guy in the situation if things don't end up happening. I really think that that's what he's trying to do. He's getting sick of these questions. He can't think of a good enough reason to leave Boston, so he's going to say, I'm staying in Boston, and he's going to play the season out. I don't, I don't, I take him at his word that he wants to be a Celtic. I don't take him at his word that it's going to happen. So many things can happen during an NBA season that changes his mind. What if the Celtics don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? What if they don't make it out of the first round? Then things become kind of iffy. I don't suspect that will happen, but we don't know what will happen this season. Anything is possible, so said Kevin Garnett. Also, Kyrie Irving is no fool. He knows how the Isaiah Thomas situation played out and how a bunch of those guys were run out of Boston for him. He knows. He is testing the Celtics' loyalty with that answer, um, if they'll have me back. He is putting... All of the pressure on the Celtics and not himself. Which is, by the way, the smartest thing to do. Because he's not going to go through a whole season of answering ridiculous questions about impending free agency. And his desire to play with the Knicks and to play with Jimmy Butler. And who's the superstar team he wants to land on. Listen, maybe Kyrie Irving 
feels like the Celtics is that superstar team because Jalen Brown could become a superstar. Jason Tatum looks like he's going to become a superstar. Gordon Hayward is a superstar. Al Horford is um, a star. This could be his star team. I mean, there's not a good enough reason for Kyrie Irving to publicly state, I'm going to look at all my options. He's going to get berated by fans. He is saying what we want to hear, but I don't know that in the moment... He's going to sign the dotted line until he signs the dotted line. And still we play out the season. But again, this is a guy who missed most of the postseason. And the Celtics went to a conference finals. And Brad Stevens is saying things like, I want to get Terry Rozier as many minutes as possible. Uh, The future of this team is so fascinating. And I think Kyrie Irving is a big part of that future. But I don't think he's as big a part of the future as I thought he was going to be when he first got here, if that makes sense. When they first made that trade, I think we all thought that this was going night last year was going to be the Kyrie Irving show and it's only going to be Kyrie. Well, last year had a lot of new faces that turned out to be stars themselves. Jason Tatum was way better than anyone suspected he could even possibly be in the playoffs. Jalen Brown played amazing defense and stunned in the playoffs. Again, Al Horford played better than I thought he was going to play last year. There's more faces. Terry Rozier balled in the postseason. That's going to make you question whether or not he's a starting level player. Marcus Smart played well. There were a lot of guys who benefited from a lack of Kyrie and became really good players. Now, you hope that when Kyrie comes back, that manifests itself into becoming a real team and that he can be a part of that, but you've got to wonder whether or not that this is what Kyrie wants is to be a member of a team or to be the face of a team. I think that that's a real question that's going to get answered this year. And I think it's got to get answered sooner rather than later because I don't know what the future of this team is. Who's the face of the team? I don't. I think Brad Stevens wants five guys who can go out and score at any moment. And I think Kyrie Irving wanted to be the guy who scores at any moment. So I think in that way, things are changing. Maybe Kyrie is changing with them. We shall see. But it's going to be a wait and see how Kyrie Irving fits with the Terry Rozier now that he's going to want to score more with a Marcus Smart coming off the bench now with the Gordon Hayward playing. It's not another thing on this team is how is Gordon Hayward going to fit with these guys? It's a big question with this team that too many people are overlooking. Brad Stevens is a great coach, so I have no doubt that he's going to figure it out. But I have doubt on whether or not these guys are going to be happy sacrificing their stats for the wins. And I know that sounds awful, but we've seen it before. Ray Allen was willing to sacrifice his stats to play with a bunch of stars. Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett sacrificed to be a part of the Big Three with Ray. Is this group, they're so young, and they still want the stats, and they still want the glory, and they still want to be the guy. I don't. I think it's harder to sacrifice. There's so many guys on this team who need shots and need points. There's Morris, there's Horford, there's Smart, there's Jalen Brown, there's Tatum, there's Kyrie, there's Horford. There's so many guys on this team that they're so... Thing is to score points. Gordon Hayward is a 22-point game score his last season in Utah. There's not enough shots to go around. It's going to be a bunch of guys scoring 15. There's going to be Kyrie in the 20s 
and there's going to be Jason Tatum in the 17 to 20 range. There's going to be Jalen Brown in the 15 to something range. There's two. There's not enough points to go around. Now, last year, this team ranked ninth. Uh, this rank, team ranked like 19th in offense. That's going to vastly improve with Gordon Hayward, with Kyrie back, fully healthy, we suspect. But you got to wonder in the long term whether or not Kyrie Irving is really going to be happy being part of the machine and not being the, the main cog of the machine, if that makes sense. Is Kyrie Irving going to be happy? He's been a winner before. I'm not sure if winning is the solution or if being the guy is the solution, if that makes sense. He could have stayed with LeBron and won a few more or tried to win a few more. But instead, he joined the Celtics to be the man. And that is a, that's a commendable quest. But it doesn't seem like it's the same quest it was when he was originally traded to the Celtics. Things have vastly changed. Is he going to change with it? Or is he going to want to go to a New York Knicks, team up with a Jimmy Butler, and him be the main guy? I think that's a real question. It's going to be answered this season. And that's why this season is a big season for the Celtics. Whether or not they make the NBA Finals, whether or not they win, it's going to be the season that determines the long-term future. If Jalen Brown continues to improve, Jason Tatum continues to improve, Gordon Hayward fits in nice, Kyrie fits in nice, then the sky's the limit. But if one of those two veterans, to me the key of the season is Kyrie and Hayward, how they fit with the young people is going to be so interesting. Are there going to be nights where Kyrie just takes over games because it's his time to shine? Or is he going to relinquish some of that flame he had last year and let the other guys succeed? Kyrie's maturation as a passer was exciting to watch last year. I don't know. I just don't feel... I. The moment I saw the Kyrie proclamation that he was going to be a Celtic for life, was both a moment of joy and wonder of whether or not I really want Kyrie Irving to be a Celtic for life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I want a fully healthy Kyrie Irving. I think that's the one thing I need to see for a whole year before I say sign up for the next six years of that. Because I, I don't want each year to be, he puts up great regular season stats and then he's a little worn out during the postseason, and he misses most of it. I think that would be sad. I want to see a fully healthy, engaged Kyrie Irving. I think the last thing I want to touch on is this idea of Kyrie recruiting Anthony Davis. This has become the new NBA, right? We talk about it each year. Where's Anthony Davis going? Who is recruiting who? Now Kyrie's recruiting Anthony Davis. Jimmy Butler's recruiting Kyrie. I don't want... I don't want Anthony Davis on the Boston Celtics. I don't want to give up on Jason Tatum. I don't want to give up on Jalen Brown. I'm not the biggest Anthony Davis fan. I know he's never been on a good team. I know he's never really had a coach like Brad Stevens. Why would I give up on a 20-year-old Jason Tatum or a 21-year-old Jalen Brown who I drafted with a number of free overall pick. You're just trading away established young players to get a guy because he is a star. That is the Lakers mentality. That is a Laker thing. The Boston Celtics should not do that move. They should not do those type of moves. You're probably saying they did that with Kyrie. 
he's an established star. That was to get a star. Probably it was. But in the long haul, don't you don't have to do that move time and time again. You'll say, they did that with Garnett. They did that with Ray. That was different. They had an aging team. This is young stars. This isn't Al Jefferson. This is Jason Tatum, who looks like he could be a Hall of Fame level talent. Jalen Brown, I don't even know what he is, but he's an amazing dunker. He's an amazing defender. Why would I give up on him to get Anthony Davis, who I believe is a bit of a stat stuffer, who's not that good at shooting threes? He's trying to evolve with the NBA. He's in the league that's going towards the perimeter players. The Celtics have bigs. Jason Tatum is basically a big who plays small. Jalen Brown is a big who plays small. I don't want a big who dominates the paint. That's not where the NBA is moving. I don't want Anthony Davis on the Boston Celtics. I know a lot of people will think that's insane. He's one of the top five NBA players. I don't want a guy just because we all agree he's a top five NBA player. This team fits with one another. This team just went to the Western Conference Finals and almost beat LeBron without Kyrie. They have a real chance to challenge the Golden State Warriors. The way you challenge the Golden State Warriors is clearly not with bigs like Anthony Davis. It's by beating them at their own game and having better defenders who can guard their perimeter play. Anthony Davis can't guard Steph Curry. Anthony Davis can't guard Klay Thompson. And he certainly can't guard Kevin Durant. Jalen Brown can guard some of those guys. Marcus Smart can guard those guys. Terry Rozier can guard those guys. And Jason Tatum can surely guard those guys. We don't need to go after the next superstar. After the next superstar. That's a pointless endeavor. To me, that is the Lakers' way of looking at it. The Lakers are like, yeah, let's get Shaq. Let's get Will. Let's get that. That's great for them. The Celtics, they're their history is developing guys like Bird, developing guys like Miguel, developing guys like Parrish to become those guys, developing a Paul Pierce. Jason Tatum is the next Paul Pierce. He's the face of the franchise, not Anthony Davis. Would I give up Jalen Brown for Anthony Davis? I'd consider it, but I'm not. I don't feel comfortable doing that move, basically. I don't feel good about that. I don't feel good about always wanting the next star when you have a great team that's assembled. That that makes me very uncomfortable about where the NBA is headed. I'm not big into, oh my god, the blah blah blahs, Anthony Davis and the Kevin Durant's and the Listen, I really wanted the Celtics to get Kevin Durant that one time. He almost came here, I guess. But I don't want that now. They have a great team. This is the this, moving forward the next five years for the majority Maybe some bench players here and there. This is the Boston Celtics I want to watch grow. I want to see more of Tatum. I want to see more of Brown. I want to see more of Rozier. I want to see more of Kyrie, obviously. I don't need Anthony Davis. I want to see more Al Horford. I don't need Anthony. Al Horford fits this team way better than Anthony Davis ever would. That's my opinion. I don't want the Celtics to go after Anthony Davis. Davis. And in closing, I think Kyrie Irving is going to be a Celtic forever, but I still think the question's out there of whether or not he wants to be the man, and whether or not this is the best spot for him to be that. Thanks for listening to the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. Check out the podcast weekly on the iTunes 
podcast app. Thanks for listening.